Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gateway to Grace Call. My name is Elizabeth Tobin. I'm here with my husband, James Dempsey, and we're happy to have you. Um, Tonight, we're going to be talking about direct action. So we've been talking on these calls about active disengagement as a way to help um, limit overwhelm when we look at the the big picture and what's going on in the world and where's our place in it, how can we contribute. So we thought it would be good tonight to talk about the other side of that coin, which is active disengagement. So No, no it's direct action. We, we, right, direct we've action. Thank you for yeah. that. Yep. <laughs> Thank so you actively, for that. actively disengaging from the media machine that uh, that feeds your fears and so uh, it, it contributes to overwhelm. And so direct action is what you can do uh, about focusing on. It's actually about focusing on what you can do. Right, right. So we're going to talk tonight about working with our, within our own sphere of influence, doing what is ours to do, knowing what is not ours to do, how can you discern the difference, and focusing on your unique gifts that you can use within your sphere of in, influence so that you connect with your purpose and keep it manageable. So, James, what I'm going to do before we continue on, because I'm hearing a little bit of noise on the line, I'm going to mute everybody, and then I'm going to unmute you. Great. All right. Are you with us? That's better already, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That sounds good. Okay. So why don't you take us, Jamesy, into um, some centering and grounding, and we'll create the space for the call. Then we'll move into the channeled aspect James is going to channel the um, Council of Elohim, and then uh, we'll do some repatterning. Uh, did you want to check in with people first about um, the last call? Yeah, well, let's let's do that. Is, is there anyone that was here on the last call uh, that that got some benefit out of it? And if there's anyone on this call right now that sent us a synopsis, uh, we'd like to hear how the last call helped them mm. so if there's anyone anyone that was here on the last call that would like to speak to how how the repatterning helped them uh, please raise your hand by pressing star eight or, or type into the chat room that 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 was the case all right we got uh julie hello yeah. hello hello yes yeah, hello this Julie? Yes, this is Julie, and I was fortunate enough to be on your last call, but it's it's actually been a pretty difficult month for me since the call. I've been trying to reflect upon it and set good intentions, and I've been busy beyond words, and emotionally it's been kind of a roller coaster, and 
I've had more challenges in the last month than I have in the last year, so maybe I shouldn't have raised my hand, but I'm I'm rather surprised by it because I went away with such an outstanding feeling. Mm. Yeah. Well, the last um the last month has been a roller coaster for a lot of folks. Uh it's interesting that the last year's been a roller coaster for me and the last month was actually pretty good, but I know that uh, and I know I'm not alone in that, but I also know that a, a bunch of other people's roller coasters started up last month. Uh which is which is interesting. So that is um, interesting because it was compounded. I've just had little scatters of different things here and there. And I'll tell you, this this last month has pretty much pulled the rug from out from underneath my feet. And I was just determined to get back on the call and, and go with the flow and try to absorb as much as I can and participate because I, I just love these. And I thank you both so very, very much. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks, thanks for checking in with us, and hopefully tonight you'll get you know the next piece of your information that can help you to get back on track. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, I think that I will. I really feel like that this is what I need. Yeah, awesome, awesome. And um, I also want to put out there that um, the people that had written to us last week, I mean last month, with their big projects. Um, to sit in the seat of transformation, um, we had offered to um, to do a follow-up call with you to discuss some possibilities on on what your next steps might be, and, and we're still um, holding open that invitation. So definitely give us a um, a shout out either through email or um, you can call us. You can get our info off our website um, so that uh, we love to connect with you and do some brainstorming. So oh, I just noticed, James, he got booted off the call. Booted off, but I'm back on. All right, great. All right, uh, guest six says um, yeah, she's finished fun. writing up her book, and now she's talking to an independent self-publisher about getting it edited and published. Published. That's awesome. Congratulations. Wow, that's great. That's um that Yvonne, yeah, nice going, Yvonne. Awesome. All right, James, are you ready? Uh, I am. Centering and grounding? Yes. All right, everyone. Please visualize yourself standing around a pond of red water. And please grasp hands with your neighbor. on either side, so we're making a circle of connection. In this group, and for anyone who chooses to listen to this recording later, do this as well. Excellent. Now, visualize a platinum crown on your head, a pointy king's crown, or queen's crown, but not the velvet one with the cross on top. Excellent. Now, visualize that your toes and heels are the roots of a tree. Then, like a special effect the movie, burrow those toe and heel roots right into the ground. Very good. Now, grab the ground like a bird of prey, like a hawk or an eagle or an owl or, or a falcon. 
grab the ground with those toe and heel roots. So you got a very good connection to Mother Earth. Excellent. Now begin breathing into your nose, blowing up your belly like a balloon, and out through your mouth and deflating your belly. So into your nose and out through your mouth. On the next in-breath, start pulling red water up through your legs, up to your torso, spraying it out the top of your head like a fountain at a park. So pull up red and spray out head on the in-breath. And on the out-breath, bring that red back down like a thermometer dropping in an old cartoon as if you're emptying yourself of that red water. So pull up red, spray out head and then drop the red back down. Again. And feel yourself becoming more present and more solid feeling as you do this. Pull up red. And then pull the red back down. And then feel your connection with the, with the group to the circle that we're making. Pull up red. Spread head. And pull the red back down. And we'll do one more. Now we're all present. We're all present. We're all present together. So uh, tonight, the guide we... Liz and I spoke to this guide this morning and had a very good talk. And this guide is We Are Marlu, and this is a guide that uh, Liz and I have been dealing with now for 20-plus years. And this guide, its first uh, first syllable being a we, means that it's a committee. And it's actually a committee, and one of its main functions of this committee is, is dedicated to focus. So I find that a little ironic, a committee dedicated to focus, but that's, uh, that's the way it is. So, um, so are you ready, Liz? Yes, I am. Um, to connect with We Are Marlu, uh, the information we've been getting from this guide so far has been pretty uh, powerful. So. <laughs> No, we can't hear you. Did you just mute yourself? Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, I've like muted myself. What's it? So, okay. Hello. Hello. Who is this? We are Malu. Oh, thank we, you for we, coming. We, we smoke, spoke earlier in your day. Yes, yes. Yes. And so we we spoke earlier about our topic tonight around direct action, knowing what's ours to do so that we can connect with our purpose um, and not be overwhelmed. And the way I, I looked at it was there's, there's knowing what is our part 
knowing our purpose and then putting the two together. Please say that again. So there's knowing knowing what's what's for us to do, discerning, you know, where our sphere of influence is. Yes. Knowing knowing what our purpose is and then being able to sort of put those two together. How do we live our purpose within our sphere of influence and and make a difference? Yes. And, what? Yes. And I was just going to say that, and you had said, you know, most people have a sense of what they're good at. And I was wondering if you wanted to pick up on that um, thread. M- most people have... Uh, several things they have uh things that they're competent at perhaps what they do for a living they also have things that they're passionate about and they they may or may not be the same thing uh, a lot of us or a lot of you on your planet are feeling a lot of overwhelm because of the um because of the news and uh, there's a lot of violence. There's a lot of destruction. There's a lot of uh, divisiveness, and that divisiveness is being purposefully orchestrated because so many of you are awakening and realizing somehow that of uh, that as a group. Of, of of people and as a growing group of people that you have a lot more power than you ever thought you had perhaps growing up. So how how, how to harness it amidst uh, amidst the chaos is is the question. How to harness your individual and collective power? That's the question. Yes. I suppose that is. Because that's what it boils down to, right? When you're living your purpose, you're you're in your power. Yes. And I guess that brings me to the question about, I know like a lot of people, they have this sense that there's something greater that they're supposed to be doing. And yes. it makes me wonder whether, is our purpose preordained? Does that get decided before we come here? Or is it up? to us to decide what our purpose is since we're in the land of free will here. It, it's a combination of, of those, both of those items. Uh, most souls choose to incarnate because they have an agenda. So the preordained part of it is, uh, it, it, it's interesting. You, you're talking about free will. It's, uh, it's, sort of that your own self before you're actually incarnated into a body on your planet, your own self has made a choice. It makes, it makes several choices. It, it, it's uh, p- perhaps with consultation with your soul family as well in terms of uh, what you're going to, dis- what parameters you're going to decide to work on. Um, one of the other choices you make is is where to incarnate, which family to incarnate with. And those families tend to have familial issues, and those are challenges as well that that, that you as a, a physical 3D 
uh, a soul incarnated into a physical 3D body, those choices are, are, are making before you, you, you've made some of them before you incarnate. So at the, in the giant scheme of things, the whole preordained actually is a choice. Does that make sense? Right, right. And there was one thing that you said this morning when we spoke that really um, piqued my interest, and, and that was you had said that most people's life purpose is hidden under a pile of debris. Could you talk about that? There's there's so much societal conditioning that uh, that can can hide your life purpose. Uh, another thing that uh, uh, can hide your life purpose is not just societal conditioning, but family conditioning. And and one of the other one of the other um, things that you choose before you incarnate is you may choose to incarnate into a family that probably has uh, certain histories or cancer histories or, or other, other uh, emotional histories such as a, a, a depression. Uh, uh, these, these things tend to be familial in the idea that you are choosing to incarnate into this family with certain challenges is actually uh, it, it's not preordained that you'll you'll get them, but it's preordained that you are operating within those parameters. So the, some of this debris that accumulates over a lifetime, the the parameters of what that debris actually is uh, is is something that you've chosen as a challenge. Hmm. Interestingly then, enough, there was. Another thing that you said that um, that I've found to be true, which is that um, you said that you know people who have trouble finding their life purpose, and I was one of those people for many years. Um, they need a good clean out, getting some regular energy work to help focus and and uncover the purpose to, to basically clear out all the conditioning. And that is one of the things that you and James are providing with these calls is is an opportunity to uh, get a little bit of a clean-out. Um, anyone on this call who isn't getting other regular energy work ought to consider that, especially if you're having difficulty uh, discovering your life's purpose or if you're having difficulty choosing between paths, getting a good energetic clean-out and getting a body tune-up, so to speak, and it could be uh, any number of modalities. It could be Reiki or shamanic work or, or, or uh, resonance repatterning or, or uh, cranial sacral. There's all different ways of doing it, of getting a good clean-out and getting your system, your energetic body uh, tuned up so that it can operate at peak efficiency. And so a lot of this debris is keeping you from doing that. A lot of this debris is also uh, perhaps hiding your ability to have clarity about your life's purpose. And I know for myself, 
just to even be able to to think that it's possible that like what you want to do is possible for me it was it was years of repatterning limiting beliefs around what I could actually accomplish in the world and there were and, and it, as it turned out in your case perhaps there were there were dozens of them yes of limiting beliefs. It's ongoing. I'm still yeah. doing it. And, and, and deeper and deeper, but you've, you've, because of, because you're willing to do the work, so much of you is operating at a much higher frequency than it ever did before. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And the fact, the fact that you and James do this work on your marriage, uh, you're, you're you're continuing to be married despite the challenges, yes? Yes, yes. Despite the many, many challenges, yeah? Right. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. So um, the, the the idea that, that this this clean out is it, it it's work. And there needs to be an investment. And it's ongoing. You know, it's kind of like you, you wash your floor one week and then the next week you got to wash it again. It's, just, you know, the same thing. It, that's sort of the, um, I guess that's the environment that we live in here on planet Earth. You know, it's an ongoing process. And there's there's a lot of debris thrown your way. And so the, when, when you discussed in the past few calls when you discussed the the active disengagement active disengagement is a way to avoid uh, some of the accumulation of this gook if you're if you're avoiding the sources of it if you're not watching the news think about the amount of news that the average person watches and then Stop and think for a moment about just how little of that stuff is actually going to affect you tomorrow. And then think about the amount of worry that the this generally bad news, a, a, a half-hour newscast, has approximately a minute and a half of good news, and that's if it even has that. And the rest of it is bad news, correct? Right, right. And, and so, and now think about a half an hour newscast, other than the sports or the weather. Think about a half an hour newscast and, and just how much debris it's throwing at you that if you didn't even hear that, it wouldn't stick to you. And the fact that you have heard it, it is sticking to you. And the fact that 97% of it has absolutely nothing to do with you and how you're going to live your life. And I guess other, that's... Other than, other than keeping worry and, and uh, rage and anger upon yourself by, by being exposed to it. So that's that's the active disengagement piece. That's correct. So let's let's talk about the direct action piece. Yes. So so how do how do you know like what you can do? What's within your sphere of influence? Well, that's where your your two the the competency and the passion comes in. 
and what what you're good at, what you're what passionate you're about, at, and what you're good at, and you may be very good at your job, but you may not like it very much, right. or you may be very good at your job and you may love it. So that those are those are indicators, but when you think about in the in the big picture, if 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 there was something that you could do that really makes you passionate about it, that's a place to look. And, and for some people, there may be more than one place that that they may have a couple of different things that they're somewhat passionate about. So balancing the, the passion and the competency uh, or, or exploring that, you might be exploring five or six different avenues of, of direct action, yes? Mm. But that's right. where, that is where the focus comes in. Uh, you, you have a, a colleague and a friend that has been a master manifester over the past month since the last call, correct? Right, yeah. And, and the way she has done it is focusing on one thing at a time. Right. And then spend two or three days. And she's, she's, been, she's been doing so very well that, 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 it's, uh, that she's been manifesting a new living room set in, 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 a, in a few days and then moves on to the next thing she wants. Right, right. And, and, and been, been pulling it off. And, 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 it's, and it's amazing, but it's not. It's because of the focus. And it's because you're, you're not thinking about five different things at once. You're thinking about what do I want next? That's where the action becomes direct. And it's what do I want next? And we've, we've, one of the things the last call did for people was it, it sort of, open them up to what is the next direct step. Mm. And some of the people on the last call are now working with both you and James in order to develop that focus and in order to clean out some of the debris that's in their way, yes? Right, yes. And that's, that's another opportunity uh, for anyone on this call or any of their uh, colleagues or friends or family. And so is is your path your passion? It could be. The, 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 the one thing about whatever your 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 path is, the, the thing you want to take direct action about is that initially it starts with you. And then uh, it spreads locally. So if you if you want to get global, great. But it starts it starts in 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 you, and it spreads locally first. Yes. Right. And and the 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 thing about the thing about the media in what. The, 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 the media is trying to keep the people divided so that the, those powers that be can keep them unfocused. 
but a, a wise man once said that all politics is local, yes? Mm. And so the idea that you, you're actually meeting locally with uh, like-minded people uh, is, is very important, meeting them face-to-face. And then from there you can go virtual. Okay. Unless, um, unless it's that virtual is your whole thing, and then you you've already developed certain competencies in that regard. Yes. Right. Right. You. you but but you did in your own example. You you began to act locally with your own healing business before you before you branched out and became the global success that you are. Yes. 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 So that's that's how it spreads. It organically spreads from you energetically and uh and interacts uh the we want to say infects but infects in a good way uh those around you it then begins to spread. Mm. Like like uh, we we discussed this in another call about the pollen and the bees, right? Right. Yes. Uh, right. Those of you who haven't listened to last month's call, uh, it would be a good mu- it would be a good uh, call to listen to. Now, one of the other things that you had talked about was the importance of of focusing on one idea at a time, writing it down, and exploring that. Yes. So, and there are three areas that you could look at in terms of if if you're thinking about, you know, starting something new. Yes. Um you could go for, you know, what what you are most passionate about, what what is sort of the easiest thing to do in the quickest amount of time, sort of go for the low-hanging fruit what might be the most viable economically. You know, there is considerations that that you can decide. Many many of you have three or four uh, ideas floating in your head about what direction you would like to go into. The, the thing is, the first thing you want to do is write those three or four ideas down if, they, if, if, if they're semi-disparate. Then you want to take each one of them and dissect it individually. And the way to do this is in your big dream journal, and if you don't have one, you should get one. And you can tab it with the different areas that you wish to explore. And you can start by writing the three or four areas that you need to work on and that you need to explore, and then pick one and dissect it, and uh, how how easy would this be to do? How much money would it take in startup costs? How much time am I willing to invest in this? How well could I assemble a team around helping me to get these things done? And then you'd move on to the next topic and ask the same questions. And if you were to do this, say with five different and and disparate ideas about how you could move forward at the end of this process and don't rush it 
it could take it could take you a month to get this all done uh in, in a lot of meditation and perhaps a lot of clearing of baggage uh but at the end of that month you'll be able to look at those five disparate paths that you have explored yes mm-hmm. and one of them should jump out at you saying this is the one that I could probably make happen the most quickly. That's where the direct action comes in. And and, and so it it, it will allow you, it will, one of them will jump out at you as the, as the one that I'm the most passionate about this one. This is the one I want to, this is the one I want to explore. Or I am the most confident at this one. Or this one would be, this one would provide me monetary returns more quickly than the other four. Does, does this make sense? Yes. 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 And or, or this one could have the greatest impact in the shortest amount of time to, for the largest amount of people. Yes. Yes, and you know the other thing that I think about in terms of direct action and and making a contribution, I think that for lots of people, and I know for myself, being a Pisces, I, I think big, you know, and sometimes thinking big can be overwhelming, and sometimes a direct action that you could take could be just talking to one person. It yeah. doesn't always have to be a grand gesture, right? That's correct. And they might they might say, I know a person who can help you. And sometimes I think, you know, one of the most subversive things that we can do and one of the most powerful things we can do is just to start talking to each other. And being very careful about of allowing other people's fears or doubts to not stick to you. Mm. Very, very careful. Uh, you're, be careful who you ask for their opinion. Right. Because opinions are... Uh, negative opinions are known to stop people in their tracks. Right. So fleshing a lot of these ideas out beforehand and in your big dream journal it, that you've sectioned off and at the end of a month, one of, the, one of your options ought to be, be showing itself as more viable immediately than the other ones, yes? Yes. And that's the one you should pursue for the simple reason that the others might start to fall into place once you've had a good success with the first one, yes? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and the whole idea that I am, I am capable of manifesting my desires. So the, the, the one that you can have the most success with the earliest is you get that under your belt, yes? And, and you move forward with more power and uh, 
because you're moving forward with more power and you're actually making something work now, then then whatever the next most viable opportunity for you will 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 present itself. That's the power, one of the powers of taking taking your big dream journal, writing your thoughts down, because the minute you write your thoughts down, you take it from floating around in the atmosphere and you actually turn it into a thing that is examinable. So the writing on the paper is now an actual physical thing as opposed to, so once you've taken an idea and turned it in and, and given it physical form, then you can pick it up and really look at it. So if you've got a bunch of ideas floating around in your head, it's really hard to choose from them. But if you've written them all down, it becomes so much easier to choose from them. Yes? Yes, right. It's incredibly more easy to choose from them. And everything you write in your big dream journal isn't necessarily viable now. So picking... But, but by writing them down and being able to examine them and having turned it into a thing that you can examine, uh, you can check out the viability of, of each of these ideas much more easily, yes? Yes, right. And in taking the first step, it sounds like what you're saying is when you get a success under your belt, that builds your momentum. Absolutely, and it also and it also attracts um, it, it it attracts help from the universe. So the momentum you get makes you a better magnet for good things in the future. Mm. That's a good point because that's that's one of my challenges: keeping the momentum going. There's Especially in this in this roller coaster energy. <laughs> It, the, the thing about the roller coaster energies on your planet is when you're having a day or two that that uh, that are a struggle, and uh, one of your callers had a whole month of that after having after not being like that for a year, and, and so the, the giving yourself the time to uh, giving yourself the time to have a few bad days is also very 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 important. Uh, this year's energies, there have been so many periods on your planet where people are saying, oh, I feel like I'm only, all I'm doing is treading water. And there's so many periods during the, the past year for so many different people that treading water is progress. If you're not, if you're not drowning, you're doing well. So if you're just treading water, tie yourself on the back for that because sometimes that's very that's that's a good thing. Mm. One of the things that when you're having a really rough time, uh, when you're having a, a rough few days or maybe a rough week, that's a good time to actually plan. And when you're having a when you're having a good week, that's a good time to actually do. So separating those, it being it being gentle with yourself when you're having uh, three days in a row that are just not good, uh, and 
and that's the energies this year for for everyone on your planet. The, the planet is going through an, a tremendous transformation, and you can see it. You can see it in the political landscape worldwide that, that there's a lot of unrest. But the people, and this is this is the good thing. The the people like you all who are on this call are much more aware than the average person who may lash out violently. You're much more aware, and you're much more uh, likely to be able to be mindful about what you do. The fact that you're on this call, the fact that you're listening to this recording puts you in a category that uh, of, of, um, of gentle, special people who can, on a very local level, probably very successfully find people like yourselves. Right, right. That's where grassroots comes in. That Think grassroots. There's stuff you can do in your local community. There's stuff you can do in your own backyard. One of the best things for people who are having a rough week is to get down on their hands and knees and dig in the dirt and connect to Mother Earth. You've been, you've been having a great time doing that yourself, yes? Yes, yes. And your garden has been is 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 productive and beautiful. Yes. And it's been very rewarding for you. It has. And it's been a lot of hard work, yes. It has. <laughs> yes. I know. When I think back to when we were putting it in, I was thinking, really, is this worth it? And I have to say, yes, it is. But the it it's. It, that connection to Mother Earth, even if you can only make it for 10 minutes a day, is going to help you be be grounded. And if the more grounded you can stay for the longer periods, the more you're able to manifest things, the more you're able to turn your thoughts into things. Mm. If, if half of you is flying around or if the other half is like stepping over debris, then you're spending your time doing that and you're not spending your time manifesting your desires, yes? That's, I think, I I just want to um, say that again to emphasize it. So the more grounded you are, the easier it is to manifest. Without a doubt. That I think that's huge. But if you're not a grounded type person, it, 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 those of you that aren't know this, choose... Pick your spots. If you find it difficult to remain grounded, well, work in 20-minute increments. It's doable. It demands mindfulness. It demands a little bit of uh, that grounding exercise that James did at the beginning. You can do that individually. um, or, Or if it were to help you, if it were, were to help you to visualize that you're part of this particular group that just did it, well, then do that because some people need other people's help. And I'm sure that at least in that regard, everyone on this call is willing to help the other to be grounded, yes? Yes, right. I, I, I would be very surprised to hear anyone say that they wouldn't wouldn't assent to that. 
I, I love that idea to think of this group as a resource that you can draw on throughout the month, not just when we're on the call, but to tap into that energy and support. And the, the, perhaps that's the first time anyone's ever said that, yes? It's the first time I've said it. Correct. Yeah. So, but the other thing is, um, listening to any of the past recordings that you have made would also be anyone who has had a rough month in the past month or who's facing a rough month coming up, then the energies uh, in your month of August are going to get kind of intense again. Uh, uh, you, you have this resource available to you that that link that you pressed to get on this call today or, or into the chat room today, that link is a, is a tremendous resource for all of you. Many of you on this call have been on many of these other calls, but there's no reason you can't revisit them. There's no reason you can't listen to the recordings of these calls and get the same healing again because it will go to a deeper level by listening to a recording of a call that was made three or four years ago. Right. To reach out into that energy. It's like, you know, rereading a book or re-seeing a movie. You you see it from a different perspective every time that you you repeat that. It's not the same experience each time. And the other thing for people who think they don't have any time is that they can turn these recordings on while they do something else on their computer. And they can if just they, fast forward to the end where we do the the repatterning if they don't want to. If, if they don't want to listen to a boring, disembodied spirit. <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. <laughs> I, I, I do. A, we, we, we do have a sense of humor, yes. Yes. <laughs> well, well, thank you. Um Blessings to all of you. Thank you. I appreciate this. This has been uh, very helpful for me, and I, and I hope for, for everybody else. The great. energy of this group feels very, uh, very good uh, at this at this time. So it does. So those of you, those of you who are joining in on the recording later, that this is, this particular uh, formed group is is wonderful. So so thank you for allowing us to come in and and help. Uh, You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Until next time. We'll just wait for James to come back. Here I am. Hey there. How was was that? That was great. That was great. There Um, seems to be a little laughter, huh? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So we're going to move into the repatterning. Um, and one of the things that the guide left us with is the more grounded you are, the easier it is to manifest. And I also have a feeling that the more grounded you are, the easier it is to focus. I know when I'm not feeling grounded, I have a really hard time sitting down and getting to work and focusing. So maybe that's where we need to go today, do some grounding. Well, I that. That red exercise, there's days that I have to do that 20 times a day. 
Yeah. You know, every 15 minutes sometimes. Uh, so don't feel that if you're especially scattered that, you know, there's times uh, when, you know, getting a stone or something like hematite or obsidian might be a better alternative than to do in a grounding exercise. But uh, there's definitely times that uh, that grounding exercise is fleeting. And doing that red exercise, uh, you know, doing it every hour might not be a bad idea sometimes. Right. Yeah. All right. So let us move into the repatterning, and we'll see where we're going to go. Okay. So, so this is where I ask your permission to to muscle check your field as part of the group field. And whether you're on the call live or listening to the recording, I'm going to ask your permission, and this is where you set your intention to be included. Uh, there are also a number of people that contacted me, said they'd like to be proxied in as I do the repatterning tonight, so I'm also including them as well. So may I have your permission to muscle check for you as part of the group field? And you can say yes. Yes. And that engages your free will, which is so important here on planet Earth, the land of free will. So the first thing I'm going to do is just ask the group field what's needed. So we have this topic about um, connecting with our purpose, this discernment around knowing what's ours to do, what's not ours to do. Also, uh, being able to do our work free of overwhelm, do it with joy and feeling uplifted by it, feeling um, confident in what we're doing, also feeling that we're making a difference. So there's a lot of lot of sort of aspects, a lot of facets to this gem of a call that we're on tonight. So I'm just going to ask the group energy, what's the best thing that we can do right now to help us align our energy with all of these intentions around direct action. So at this time, it's best for us to do something from orientation. Yes. Okay. So orientation is a way to ground yourself. You can think of it as a way to reset your inner compass so that you're moving towards your purpose, you're moving towards what is energizing for you, and moving away from what drains you. So there are different aspects to the orientation process in the resonance repatterning system. So the the aspect that we need to focus on is orientation to self. Yes. So it all starts with self, grounding ourself. So we need something from part A. Yes. Okay. So these are, um, you can think of these as grounding exercises. So it's something here, there's uh, 21 different options, something from 1 through 5, 6 through 10, number 6, number 7, number 8. Uh, the first thing we're going to do is the open heart gesture. And this is a way to connect with your loving heart energy. This has a strengthening effect on the um, emotional, mental, spirit level, and physical um, levels of the heart meridian. It also um, 
is a way to to center yourself in your heart. And when I think about living from your purpose, that's kind of the place where you need to find the purpose, right? You check in with your heart. What's your heart's desire? Before the the brain comes in and, you know, tells you all this, the, the woulds, shoulds, coulds, and can'ts. Before your brain comes in and tells you all the ways you can't do it, yeah. Yeah. So the open heart gesture. This also, I want to say another thing about this open heart gesture. This is a very powerful stance. It's it's the mudra of unconditional love. And so what you do is you have your your hands are relaxed down by your side. Your palms are open and facing outward. And this open heart gesture, um, I remember there was there was somebody from South Africa that was in one of the repatterning seminars that I took, and they were talking about how they were in a restaurant once, and there were some robbers who came in with guns into the restaurant. And this person, because they knew the open heart gesture, they kind of just stood there in that open heart gesture position, and uh, no violence was done. People did get robbed, but there was no violence. It was a potentially very dangerous situation. So this this can actually help diffuse um, tension, diffuse anger. So even just doing this um, in the face of upset or anger or overwhelm, whether it's yourself or doing it in the presence of somebody else who is, in that state can have a real calming effect. So the mudra of unconditional love. So you just you sit or stand with your palms open by your sides. Inhale and expand your chest and your sternum. And you exhale and relax your chest and sternum and feel your upper back kind of curving forward a little bit. You just kind of repeat that expanding and relaxing motion a few times. And then you bring your attention into your heart center. And this is actually you can you can bring in uh James's green beam exercise and you can focus there and imagine breathing out green a green beam of love. The green beam exercise is basically just a different way to do the open heart gesture. It's really the same benefit, same result. So just just rest there with your attention in your heart center. Rest in that place of unconditional love. And I know when I do this with my clients, sometimes it brings up some issues to be released. Um, If you're feeling that you're having a hard time connecting to the love or if it feels uncomfortable or if there's emotion coming up with it, that might be an indication that there's some debris there that's kind of getting in the way of you connecting with your heart. So this might be a practice that you come back to again and again. 
just feel your feet on the floor, feel yourself connected to Mother Earth. And now what I want you to do is feel the power of that. Love is the most powerful force in the universe. And when you're connected to your own love, your own loving heart energy, you are powerful. So just feel that power there that resides within you, that you can project into the world. And when we do this in unison with a group, you know, the saying, what's that saying, when two or more are gathered, each person added, the the love expands exponentially. So you're tapping into a field of love. We are creating a field of love. Yes, it doesn't just double. And because time is not linear, throughout the month coming up, you can, when you need to, tap into this field. It's here. It's here to support you. And just feel yourself expand. Feel that love expand. And notice your feet on the ground. Feel yourself connected to the ground. That feels really good. Mm. This is complete. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Felt, wow. Yeah, that felt good. Once you said yeah. it was complete, it was like bling. Yeah. Hey, the more grounded you are, the easier it is to manifest. I'm just going to check. There's anything else that we need from orientation at this time. No. There's anything else that we need from the repatterning process at this time. No. So that's it. 
that's it. The session is complete. And, you know, usually we do a longer session. There's a bunch of statements that come up that we clear. Tonight I'm getting the feeling that this is, it's focused, right? Uh, we are, Marlu talked about focus, how focus is important, focus on one thing at a time. And so this one thing is something that you can take from the call. You can put this into practice as you need it throughout the next few weeks when you need to ground, when you need to feel powerful, when you need to connect to the power of love. Tap into that field again. Go back into that posture. And you can call up that feeling anytime you need it. You can ground yourself anytime you need to. So that's the message, I think, from this call. The more grounded you are, the easier it is to manifest. The more you focus, the easier it is to manifest. When you're grounded and you're focused, you're powerful. So look to manifest one thing at a time, and when you get it or you get close, move to the next thing. But but keep it simple. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, I'm just going to check in. Does anybody have any questions? Um, if you have any questions or comments, you can press um, star 8 in the chat. Um, if you're on the phone, if you're in the chat room, you can just uh, type in. And uh, if you would like to um, to talk to James or myself about working with you in a more intensive fashion. We are starting um, to do this, what we call an immersion program, where we're working with people very intensively to to clear out the debris, get the clarity, get the momentum, and start moving forward. So you can uh, email me or you can at et at liztobin.com. You can uh, get in contact with James. At James the Shaman at yahoo.com. And um, you can also, if you, you know, maybe you don't want to do a whole program, uh, we're also still available to do uh, individual sessions as needed. By a so. phone or Skype at yeah. your convenience. Yeah. So thank you, everybody. Um, we're going to be back next month. So the first Monday of the month, we'll be back. Oh, maybe not, because we're going to be. Um, we're going to be, James, we're going to be in New York at the wedding. So we're going to be at the wedding, yeah. So we may have to do it again, which would be Monday, August 8th. Um, yeah, I think that's what's good. No, no, Monday, August 1st, we're going to be here. Monday, August 1st, we'll be here. Yeah, so we're going the to do first next. First of the month. Woo-hoo. Yeah, first of the that's month is on the Monday. Cool. So we'll see you next month. Um, August 1st, and in the meantime, if you need to get in touch with us, you can do that. Remember, grounded, remember the open heart gesture. Thanks, everybody. Good night.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.